on the mansion of Dr. Emmett Garcia Chalamet, a gaudy uh, horror-designed mansion with twisted cast iron rails and uh, dark brown, sometimes dark red wood and uh, black spires on the corners. It is both hideous and beautiful, and right now it's extremely peaceful. We peer inside to the uh, yellow, orange lights, and we see a small house party where the good neighbors, the gang, and Dr. Emmett and his niece, Rashida, uh, seem to be having a relatively nice time. There is good food on the table, mostly eaten. There are several bottles of wine uncorked and emptied, uh, glasses uh, on several tables, and a couple cigars sitting in an ashtray. Where is Flint right now? Uh, Flint is probably with Chalamet and going, you see, that, that's why the Power Rangers actually stopped the Vietnam War before uh, things progressed any further. You see, what I'm having trouble understanding here, he says, as he is adjusting one of his like nice cravat ties on you, seeing if it looks good on you, uh, uh, says, uh, are you saying that it is a cultural movement that stopped them, or are you literally telling me right now that the Power Rangers are real and they stopped the Vietnam War? No, 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 they're real, they're real. Actually, uh, they took edited footage of what the Power Rangers did and put it in another movie. Uh, what was that? It was making fun of how ridiculous superheroes are. It had the giant blue naked man. The original footage was actually the giant Megazord, and they CGI'd a blue naked man over him. CGI, I've, uh, I've never heard of that. Uh, I'm sure it's probably pretty impressive. But um, I don't know enough about all of this to dispute what you're saying. <laughs> so, I think that's one of the greatest troubles of living in a world where magic and monsters is real, is that literally anything you say... I would be a fool to say that no way is that possible, right? I'm going to go ahead and hold on to what I think happened historically, but I will observe some open-mindedness to the idea. But uh, you look very nice. Take a look in the mirror. And he, he turns you to this full this full body length mirror where there's like, you know, like floral designs in, in silver around the edges. And you look pretty nice. And the uh, camera flips back around. And where is uh, Beck at this time? I think that Beck is like hanging out with Rashida, if Rashida is still around. For sure. Uh, and like letting the spider like crawl up their shoulder and stuff. Ooh, uh, she's definitely a fan of that. Uh, and she's talking about how uh, gentle he is as long as you feed him extremely regularly. Oh. Um, which which she has. Of course she has. Uh, she tries to... I mean, spiders don't do tricks, but she tries to show you, like, and you can walk on this and up this. There's not a lot to it, but she has a lot of facts and the size of what things it can eat and how fast it can it can consume small animals. That's pretty. That's pretty rad. So, so what do you feed this thing again? Uh, you know, uh, I sometimes uh, rats. Sometimes I, uh, you know, sometimes I want to give him like a light snack, so I put in like a whole bucket of, of cr crickets and stuff. It's kind of expensive keeping a, a, a Goliath birding in a tarantula. That's okay, because then like afterwards you get to keep the bones and stuff. 
Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I remember I used to be really into like dissecting owl pellets and stuff, and like finding all like. Oh rooms. yeah, those are my favorite classes. Yeah, I, I wish I had like the space or the money for for a pet. I, all I really have are a, a bunch of sea monkeys that I collectively call Alex. Uh, sea monkeys really them into brine shrimp, so they don't do much. But it just kind of feels nice to have a critter around. I suppose they do look like little ghosts, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. And if uh, I heard that there is some way you can kind of get them to grow into people. You ever watch that weird, um, uh, like, kids movie where a kid gets, like, his spit or something in a sea monkey tank and he grows a clone of himself? Uh, it's no. real nasty. Oh, wow. All right, it's so. a good movie. Do you want to watch it? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Great, great. I just got the... Hold on. Uh, and she runs over to, like, a little uh, bin in the living room and uh, turns, like, a wooden board, and there's, like, a big old TV that they hide above the fireplace, uh, and uh, from, like, a little cabinet pulls out a uh, VHS tape of the movie. Oh, my God. This place is nuts. This place yeah. is so fancy. Uh, and as you uh, uh, sit down, the spider uh, kind of moves back towards its little nest area in some hay and, uh, like, rocks in its little tank. And, uh, uh, June, where are you at? I would like to, um, discreetly look around the house. Uh, okay. Uh, the house is crazy old. Uh, it is, uh, really well-maintained. Like, they have people come in and, like, repaint things when necessary. Um, what, what are you, what are you looking for specifically? Um, I'm looking for a... I'm like walking around with a bottle of wine and I, I think I may be pretending to be a little bit more drunk than I really am. And I'm mm-hmm. looking for either a, um, any proof of like air travel or if Chalamet has any experience as a pilot and, uh, I'm looking for a briefcase. Uh, why, out of curiosity, why a briefcase? Oh, um, do you mean like a business briefcase or like a, like a suitcase, like for clothes and stuff? Uh, like a, Businessy briefcase. Sure. Uh, go ahead and give me a little. Uh... Give me a little investigative mystery. I think I have a two in that. Uh, yes. Nope. I have a one. That's fine. It's not a super crucial roll. Yeah. Hey, I got a nine. Nine total or nine plus one? Nine total. Great. Uh, go ahead and ask one question from the list. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Um, I am working on a theory of who Chalamet is. So I'm going to ask uh, what is being concealed here. And no matter what you tell me, June is going to believe what they want to believe anyway. For sure. Uh, as you are uh, kind of thumbing around, I think you just happen to find your way towards... Garcia's room, and it's pretty much what you expect. There's like a like a sh- what do they call those chate lounges or whatever, like those long like therapist couches in the room next to another fireplace. Uh, there's uh, uh, like large uh, like draperies and uh, like a canopy bed in there. Uh, it is lined with books. There is a little uh, desk with a lectern, but he has a separate office where he does his writing. So this is more for like letter writing and friend stuff. Uh, and on the desk, uh, I think you find there are a lot, a large number of uh, pictures 
with uh, uh, Chalamet with like another person, and it you can see in the setting that you are you're on the right track. That uh, Chalamet has definitely been all over the world. Uh, Chalamet has been uh, to to Egypt. They have been to Japan. They have been uh, to some places in India. They've been in very high mountains. Uh, they've been on islands. They've been a large number of places, and very often with this person. Uh, and the the way that they're standing next to each other, this person is uh, like uh, taller than Chalamet is. They are a little bit leaner, uh, but clearly a little bit more muscular. Uh, they have like a kind of angular uh, cheekbones. Uh, and they look uh, like a little bit longer, kind of like a like a Doug Jonesy type. If Doug Jones were uh, more like traditionally handsome, uh, and they have like little circular glasses and uh, this like lovely uh, quaff of blonde hair. And based on the way that they are they are standing in each photo, where they're holding hands, sometimes this is uh, most likely Chalamet's lover of some kind. There, there are rings on their fingers in some photos. I like look around the room and I sigh to myself and then I look down at the bottle I'm drinking from and just under my breath I'm gonna say uh, when the re- revolution comes we'll guillotine you last. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll head back downstairs. Uh, for sure. For sure. Uh, and lastly, Cassius, what are you up to at this lovely, lovely party? Uh, I think for a good long while, Cassius just sort of stands, uh, awkwardly, like, trying not to watch Rashida, um, uh, before eventually sort of trying to, um, fuck, where's, everyone else is, like, scattered. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's, fuck, um, Ah, I'm gonna go try to find June. Uh, okay. Uh, then let's say that you encounter June uh, in uh, on their way out of the master bedroom in the hallway. There's like a bunch of portraits in there with that classic spooky movie thing where the eyes are always looking at you. Oh, I do not uh, like that. I'm <laughs> not yeah. saying in the current context. I think based on a lot of the portraits you see where it is like um, uh, you know uh, people of Filipino descent just like Garcia uh, that their family had a lot of money and you can probably guess that uh, Garcia probably wouldn't be as wealthy of an author as they are now if they didn't have like a massive starting capital Hmm. word Um, so I think I'm going to try to pull June into a place that has as few creepy paintings but also as much privacy as possible are you like pulling you... me from a shadow <laughs> no I think Cassius is just like frumple haired kind of like looking like he's trying to hide at this point uh, just kind of coming up in a slightly out of breath which is his constant state of being well hey uh, hey June uh, can we just uh, talk over here for a second um, look I I think you're, like, a good-looking guy and all, but nice. you're not quite my my speed. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to be rude. I mean, I'm a little drunk, and, like... Are you calling me slow? Maybe. No, but maybe if I was drunker, like, we could be... But, like, we work together. It's a whole... Look, and, like, you and Flint have a thing going on, I thought, right? Like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. 
Sure. Yeah, I was a. I was like, a, how old are you even? Like, it's it's a whole thing, man. Uh, I'm flattered. I'm super flattered. As you continue to talk, uh, I am getting progressively more offended. But um, let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's 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 uh, cut it off there, so, so that I can maybe. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. Look, well, I that's... agree. We should cut it off before it even starts. Like, sure, there might be some sort of weird chemistry going on with the chaos we both bring. Right, but right. We should cut it off before it starts. I agree. I'm glad we had this talk, and I like kiss him on either cheek and start heading back out the room. Oh wait, uh, wait, okay. oh, no, wait. It's not uh, on a separate topic. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, 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 I had. Uh, oh, uh, did you did you leave? Or, no, I, I like turned around like very dramatically. Okay, like a uh, soap opera spin around. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, have you have you noticed anything uh, like weird about this place? Like. I see you kind of looked around already. What? I'm I'm pretty sure Charlemagne's been in Portland and Seattle. I don't. Is that suspicious? I don't like at the same time. Like, not. I don't know if at the same time, but I think he also might know how to fly a plane. Cool. So, um, uh, I know you guys are all like, um magic quote-unquote like you know like you got all these weird tricks uh but i need you to believe me when i say that i have real magic apparently um oh and i think something is wrong here i don't know what it is but there may be an entity beyond what we see have you have you been doing drugs have, have you have you have you dropped some some e uh, let me think. I don't think so. Okay. Um, when you say you have real magic, what do you mean? I don't know. But all of a sudden, I can, like, hear things that normally I couldn't and, like, see things that I couldn't. Um, and, like, it's real spooky in a way that I imagine might be jarring for people like you who are pretending to have magic. But uh... I, can I rip out one of your uh, Cassius's hairs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Cassius, do you contest that in any way? Oh, I think he goes, uh, oh, another cheek kiss. <laughs> Ow. Uh, and I'm going to like put it in like a little vial uh, and put it in my, my jacket. Well, that's nice. spooky, but uh, I just, I think, look, uh, I saw something the other day. I was at a yoga studio, and you do yoga. Uh, uh, well, sometimes you know I like to, you know, some little hot yoga like gets the sweats up. But no, I was I was there on business, and and I saw these like yellow eyes, and I heard a voice, and then I I saw I think I well, I think I saw and I, or I think I heard and I I just I there's something wrong here. I think think the kid is 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 something. Or related to something, or there's something here, and the kid is involved. The little boy? Uh, no. The little, the little girl. A little no. girl. Rashida. Oh, why were you doing yoga with Rashida? Oh no, she wasn't there. Th how's this connected to Rashida then? If like, you were at yoga, right? So, so, so I heard the voice when I was doing yoga, and then I heard the voice again when she spoke downstairs. 
Okay, How much wine have you had? Not n- enough for this, apparently. Okay, so you were doing yoga and you heard a voice. And then you came to this dinner party and you heard the voice again. But the only connection is the voice. So maybe you're the one who's haunted and not Rashida. But then I like saw her, her eyes looked all weird. But maybe that was the ghost making her eyes look weird. Look, look, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm just I'm just telling it to somebody so that in like 20 minutes when we all get poisoned, no, people can't be like, oh, Cassius, why didn't you tell anybody? Why didn't you bring this up? I mean, fair point. Wait, wait, wait. Have you been bit by anything? People always hide bite marks and shit. Have you been bit? I'm going to like look all over my body and be like, oh, I fucking hope not. Uh, Romy, read bad situation. Me or Cassius? Uh, Cassius. He's, I mean, you, you can help if you look at his body. I'm going to help. Ooh. Go for it. This started with trying to avoid my body, and now... <laughs> Where are we all? Uh, Cassius, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a nine. Nine? Uh, June, do you want to uh, add a little something-something? Uh, I got uh, nine on helping out. All right, beautiful. That brings us up to a 10. Uh, Cassius, answer the, uh, you can go ahead and ask these in any interpretation that you want. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? <laughs> Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? The victims probably being you in this scenario. Gotcha. And how many questions do I get? Three. Okay. So the 10 plus, you get three. If you ask what's the best way in, you have to ask me and not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll start with what's the biggest threat. Uh, what is the biggest threat? As you look over your uh, body, uh, maybe the most uh, easy thing you've been able to, to grift people with in the past is... Uh, is uh, uh, like you know that you are psychic is like aura readers because that's just like a um, like a synesthesia thing like people can just kind of what they intuit might turn out to look like colors in their brain uh, and when you do that you can apply whatever because no one can really see them or at least the people you interact with can't see them uh, and as you are uh, looking at yourself now uh, during moments of stress especially right now you can see that you have like this faint orange glow about your fingers that that you can see uh if you are really really looking for it which means that if there are other people who can uh identify uh like psychic moods things like that they can do that with you does that make sense the biggest threat is that my aura might fuck me over (laughs) yeah it might be able someone might be able to tell if you're lying or something like that i hadn't even thought of that uh Huh. Okay. I have two more. Yeah, two more questions. Um, what's the best way to protect the victims? Uh, I think the simplest thing is, is probably practice. But you, uh, uh, as you are looking at yourself, you notice that there are, like, you pull out your things from your pockets. You find a couple doll hairs. And you are reminded that something about this is a result of your connection to Gert, the doll. Uh, so if you want to protect yourself... I think the best option is to figure out exactly the nature of your relationship with Gert. Jesus, that's a whole years to unpack. Yeah. Oh goodness. Last one. Um. 
best way in or out? Dangerous, I haven't noticed. I'll say, yeah, dangerous, I haven't noticed. Uh, wait, didn't we do that one? Oh, that was the biggest threat. I'm sorry. Yeah. Those, those two are largely similar. Yeah, they're very close. I could pick a different one. Let's do... Um, yeah, or let's let's try uh, what's most vulnerable to me, I guess. Okay, what is most uh, vulnerable to you in terms of your quote-unquote haunting? Uh, I guess so, yeah. Whether I think maybe trying to go for Gert would be best or trying to sort of like target the present people. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is most vulnerable to you? Ba, ba, ba. <sighs> or is, maybe is there is there a way that I could do best way to protect the victims um, but with the rest of the team in mind? Like the same sure. question, but just a different focus? Sure. And, and that in terms of what? What do you, like, from Gert, from monsters, for, from psychics? From like whatever that. it is that maybe Rashida is or whatever... It is that's in this house. Ah, okay. Great. So, uh, Rashida, if, if, any, if you, what you saw is to be believed, it, uh, you, you recall that as she was saying those words, or as you heard those words through the television, the, there was like those big glowing yellow eyes behind bars, which uh, implies, you know, some sort of, this might, it might be meta, uh, metaphorical, it might be very literal, it's not, you know, no psychic vision is ever dead on, but uh, you know that uh, she has some sort of connection to some beast somehow, some monster out there she she's probably connected to in some way. Uh, and if it is a psychic link, it probably has some mental connection with her in some way that maybe she, she's not aware of or uh, she suppresses or something like that. Uh, so to protect yourselves from whatever is going on with her, is simple in that limiting connection with her or misdirecting her or telling her lies will be helpful to you. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to look at June and I'm going to be like, okay. So I think if possible, we might need to uh, find a way to regroup with everyone so that we can actually tell everyone that there might be danger here. Um, I do think this Rashida Rashida fellow might have some kind of psychic link to something or I don't know uh, uh, this whole new this whole real magic thing is new to me um, but uh, uh, I think we need to make sure that people don't get too close to that so this is the sixth no seventh seventh weirdest pickup I have ever experienced downstairs the movie is playing uh, uh, we uh, see a kid make made into a clone out of like a random goo and uh, a brine shrimp. It is a terrible animation. It looks gross, and she's like, "Yes, yes," uh, as she's like sitting with a spider in her lap. And as you are uh, sitting there, the old rotary phone rings, and I think uh, Garcia is outside, and he's like smoking a cigarette by himself, kind of like watching the moonlit sky and like having like a little bit of a, a moment and uh, 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 she just says, I'll got it. I got it. Or, or, I got it. And she runs over to the phone uh, and uh, she picks it up and we close in on her face and her face is like 
kind of grimy. She's wearing like, uh, for the party, she put on like black lipstick, but it's like all over her face. She wasn't trying. She was like, I should look nice, kind of, and then didn't do a lot with it. Uh, and she, uh, we close in on her face, and we hear a scream, a blood curdling scream. She starts to rattle like she's uh, about to seize. We see that uh, on the phone itself, the edges of it have started to crack. We see the the TV has started to uh, static a little bit. Uh, we see, look at the phone, and uh, we hear these, like, crashing, these, like, low rumbles, and Rashida collapses to the ground, the phone swinging from the cord and starts dangling from the table. The spider has jumped off of her shoulder and has run away at high speed. And as she is lying there, uh, she's starting to, uh, like, bubble up in her mouth a little bit. And she is saying the words over and over and over again. Dead zone, dead zone, third eye is open. Can I get you something? Have a drink. It's on the house. Dead zone, dead zone, third eye is open. Can I get you a drink? Have a, have a, have a, can I get you something? Have a drink. It's on the house. But she's saying that over and over again. I think Beck goes into fight or flight mode and uh, just kind of runs over and, like, slams the rotary phone. Uh, like off. Uh, hangs yeah, up. Uh, there's no line. The line is dead. There's a sort of that low, busy tone. So when you shut it, it stops. Uh, is Rashida still having her fucking mm-hmm. Reagan moment? Okay, great. She is is like rolling on the, the not rolling, but she's like moving on the floor. Uh, her eyes have uh, gone uh, like really. Uh, like red on around the corners. Not she doesn't have like red eyes. I mean like they're veiny. And uh she's like staring all around the room. Her eyes are shifting back and forth at really high speeds. D- does anyone else hear this or just Beck? The uh the scream was probably yeah. just Beck, uh just because of the, where you are in the room. Uh but the thud and the slamming probably uh, is reasonable for anyone to have oh, heard. I'm it's... certain Beck is also yelling for like help and stuff. Yeah. For sure. Uh I'm... Garcia runs inside of course to be like, you know, Holy shit. Uh, what is everyone else doing? Booking it down there. Uh, I was probably still with Garcia, so I'm just going to turn to him and go, does she, has a, does she have a history of seizures? A bit. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he uh, runs over to her. He, he turns her on her side uh, as she a little bit of vomit comes out of her mouth. Uh, and he uh, asks that uh, uh, anyone who can turn out the, the lights... Uh, and uh, she's still muttering these words as it happens, and he is, uh, like, low next to her, and he's like, okay, it's okay, I'm here, it's me, it's Emmett, Uncle Emmett, hey, I'm here, hey, you're here, hey, 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 come back to us, come back to us, uh, as she's, uh, like, rattling off. Uh, hi, I'm Dead zone, go- dead zone, third eye, it's open, can I, can I get you something, have a drink, it's on the house, it's on the house. Uh, it's on the house. I would like to go to a, the uh, the nearest couch, get a pillow, put it down, and then lay on it, and uh, open up my brain to the psychic environment to try to roll weird. Uh, absolutely, go for it. Be like, uh, hold on a second, you guys. Uh, ooh, it's a ten on the dice with a minus one to a nine. <laughs> oh, beautiful. On a, a seven to nine, you gain a hazy impression about something important. Beautiful. You are 
sitting there looking dead into her eyes, and her eyes have been darting around the room at high speed, and they suddenly lock with yours, and your eyes start to fill in with those little red veins around the corners. And you start to see in the reflection of her eyes, uh, it looks like uh, like a platter with a, a couple flutes of wine on it. It looks like a lovely moonlit sky right above a, a darkened building. Uh, we see uh, the slight half of a sign that says lovely on it. And you <gasps> breathe and you hear on the house in a different voice. Does the voice sound at all familiar to me? Not in the slightest. Uh, Garcia says it's okay this is not it's not usually this bad but this happens from time to time not the not, uh, has anyone mentioned the phone thing yeah I'm sure Beck has been kind of like babbling almost incoherently like explaining what's happening <laughs> for sure uh, he says uh, not the, the phone thing but every now and again she does start talking like this uh, it's to a degree how I know when something's wrong in, in town so that it usually means something's going on not always but sometimes huh do, do you want us to like try to e- exercise her or something I don't think I, we have tried that before She she I don't think she's haunted Okay, she's not, like, possessed or anything. Yeah, uh... <clears throat> no, no, my, my, um... Uh, uh, someone I once knew was very proficient with magic, uh, and they, they were... They tried it on her when she was much younger, and nothing, it didn't seem like that was the case. But when this happens, and, and like, she kind of regains maybe lucidity, does she remember these episodes? No. Okay. Which I think might be for the best. Yeah. I imagine this would be a very scary experience for her. She, I, I usually just move her to the couch, make sure she's safe medically, and then she just thinks she's fallen asleep watching a movie or something. How long has this been happening? I haven't been with her forever. I've only had her in my company for about three years. Uh, her mom used to take care of her and said that it happened since she was you know really really young but it was back then uh she would it was more of like she would say words that she shouldn't know by that point you know like long-winded things and complex words and sometimes complete gibberish june is gonna light up a cigarette and uh say uh look she might not be possessed but are you sure nothing's got its hooks in her Like, do you think am, she's going Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix, or...? I, I don't know as if it has power over her. To an extent, this activity probably keeps her safe to some degree, so I have to wonder if it's not, like, a warning or beneficial. Does that, does that make sense? In my experience, the things out there that are more powerful than us are not beneficial. Nothing's given out warnings for free. Yeah. I think it's, it's also worthwhile asking, you know, who is this beneficial 
like four. Right. You know, like she might be like your bat signal or whatever, but I don't know if this is great for her. Yeah. Uh, uh, this. Hey, hey, Beck. Yeah. And out of game, I think we know about this, but if we didn't know about it, let me know. Uh, okay. But hey, Beck. Are those weird, like, radio disturbances that you said you'd been hearing still happening back when we were saving the other kid in the swamp? Are they? Uh, Lee? I thought they were they, specific to that monster. No, no, they happen all the time. When people use magic, phone lines go dead. Right. Uh, it doesn't seem to happen for psychics, as evident now. Um, uh, but when people use magic, when monsters use magic, or even just around monsters in general, communication tends to go down. Uh... There, uh, you have ancient lore in your, um, what you call it, your uh, order tags, right? Yeah. Uh, then I, I do think you also are aware of the fact that there are a bunch of places that are, are like the, the word dead zone that she's been saying probably strikes true to you somehow, uh, in that there are a bunch of places around the world where uh, strange phenomena happen, uh, like, uh, Normally, you know, when mu- mu- uh, magic is used or when monsters are around, uh, communication goes down. In some of these places, it's always down. Uh, no one can get any uh, phone lines out or, uh, like, uh, over any distance that's greater than, like, a couple feet. Some places, magic is stronger. Some places, it's not usable at all. Um, uh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, it's kind of just, like, the telltale sign of magical activity. Can I get you something? Can I get you something? Never heard anything like this, though. Have a drink. Um, I I don't know. To, to your to your earlier point, uh, June. One of the things I have been able to decipher about monsters, I've only be, recently become certain of this, is that they are aware of when they're in each other's territory. But I know that, uh, that that Rashida isn't a monster. I, I know that for a fact. We've tried a bunch of things. Things that apply to monsters don't apply to her. So I'm not concerned with her being something necessarily dangerous or that she's turning into one. Does that make sense? But if, there, if there's a monster involved, it clues her into danger sometimes. All right, in that case, what information do we have to work off of so far? We have uh, Dead Zone. Uh, it's a place you can get a drink. And whoever's offering the drink seems to be generous or wants the patrons to drink. Uh, can we establish any kind of pattern for how frequently she has these episodes? I tried. Yeah. And it's, it's not the same words every time. Mm-mm. Usually, they are something smaller, like usually like one word utterances, like "mama" or something like that. Hey, 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 hey. it's okay. Hey, 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 I'm here. I'm here. And he's like kind of cradling her head. I think um, Beck goes over, uh, like to the movie and maybe like pauses it and tries to like rewind it or something so that. Rashida feels like she hasn't like missed as much of a beat. Oh, <laughs> that's very sweet. What else do you do? Is she conscious yet? 
Yeah, uh, Cassius, if you relayed what you saw in your vision. Oh, I have not yet. Gotcha. Uh, um, and no, she's not. She's she. Uh, I think Garcia informs you that she'll probably be like this for a little while, and that he usually has to spend a fair bit of time making sure she's you know safe and not like vomiting and swallowing it. Chalamet. Yeah. You know that we can't help you unless you tell us everything you know, right? If you're holding anything back, that that could hurt not only us, but you and her. So I need you to tell me everything you know about the yellow-eyed monster in the cage. Manipulative person. Thank you. Excuse I? That's a 9 plus 2 and 11. His head droops. Okay. He gives us, like, long, long pause. Uh, you can see, like, his, his face has, has darkened and, like, reddened a little bit. And he's, uh, he looks at you with, like, great bewilderment when you do say yellow-eyed monster in a cage. I do know what monster is connected to her. It's not originally from here. I had it brought over across some state lines. What? There was a monster. Uh, the name is a little lackluster. They call it the Hodag. It is providing her some form of warning. It has been no small amount of trouble for her mom, who has tried for years to decipher some way to break that connection, for some way to save her child from nightmares and from potentially being believed to be a monster by organizations that destroy anything supernatural. Okay, so she has a connection to a monster that you keep somewhere in a cage. He looks solemn. Why haven't you killed the monster, bud? We don't know exactly what happens after the facts. There have been uh, stories. I haven't been able to actually investigate them because usually it's in the past where if you kill the monster, the person who it is connected to, something transfers to them. Their, the reports are different. The stories are different. Sometimes they just go mad. Sometimes they become the next one. Sometimes. Sometimes they just die. Well, at some point, Morpheus is going to get out of the jar. You know? Like, he's... that. That's what happens. I, I understand that it is dangerous, but I have to figure something out to save her. Right? Well, yeah, my point is you should have brought us in on this a lot sooner. Do you understand that this is a very hard thing to trust somebody with, right? Especially people who kill monsters? I mean, fair. I have tried to bring people in on this information before, and it did not particularly go well. Until I can be certain that this is a thing you can, uh, people can have restraint about and, and whatnot, I, I don't know who I can tell. Does that make you understand? This is a very hard thing to deal with because it's not a there's no precedent for it. Can we see the hodad? I would prefer not. I try to open that door as little as possible. Can it what? Dead zone, dead zone. 
Hey, Shal- house. Chalamet? Did you actually meet, like, any of us by coincidence? Or has this been, like, a weird, like, plan of yours all along or something? No, I, uh, the fact that I knew that's, that something was happening to, uh, Jude Keaton is because of this, for sure. Okay. But the fact that I happened to run into you is, is, I believe, chance, but I don't know what other operators are acting out here. I know there are other people who do magic around here. I know there are people who know about monsters around here. I don't know who they are. I know more of them now, after a couple weeks ago. But I'm certain that's not the end of it. So, if what you're saying is right, then this episode means something else is happening in town. Yeah. And as much as I'd like to sit here and talk about the Hodag... Seems as though that's been a thing that's been going on for a while, yeah? Yeah. We have a pretty good idea of how to restrain it. Her mom was uh, exceptionally capable at that. And I would love to deal with that. I think that's something that we probably should deal with. But it seems like there might be another crisis that may need us. Yeah. Does, Does anyone know of a sign in town that has the words lovely on it? Somewhere you can see at the night sky. Potentially somewhere you can get wine or wine flutes. Lovely. Uh, who has probably been around town the most out of the four of you? Probably Flint, since yeah. he just wanders. Although, actually, uh, June probably knows the bar scene better. Uh, this is way out of the bar scene, I assure you. Okay. The... Uh, lovely sign strikes you with more details here and I think you know uh, having been around town that there is an okay place to stay if you have a little bit of extra money called the Lovely Night Inn it's a small hotel kind of out in the woods a little bit out of kind of a way like a like a big wooden hotel keeps uh, it's very peaceful you know kind of away from all of, like, the cars and stuff and lights. So, who wants to stay at a potentially haunted hotel? Fuck me, you mean that there is a place? Yeah, the Lovely Inn. The Lovely Night Inn. Lovely Night Inn. That sounds like an upstanding establishment. Yeah, you know, it sounds like a kind of seedy motel, but it's actually a rather nice like, getaway out in the woods. Well, uh, it's not important how I know. I just got a feeling this place has got something to do with, or whatever's going on right now has got something to do with this lovely Uh, place. I think it is important how you know if we're making, uh, Doctor here put his cards on the table. Look, I got a feeling. I don't know much else about it. I just started to get some sort of intuition. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's good or if it's something that's going to last for long, but... Okay. Fair enough. Well, let's go support a local business. I... I'm going to stay with her just a little bit longer. Um, but I'll meet up with you as soon as I can, as soon as she wakes up. Okay. That's fine and all, is there any way you can call ahead and pay for our stay? 
Yeah, sure. I don't have any money. Uh, he goes over to the phone table and takes out like a yellow book and starts looking through phone numbers. And he tries to uh, give a call, and he says the line is dead. Yeah, I I guess that that tracks. So maybe what's happening to her right now is a spell. Does that does that lovely inn, the lovely knights inn, does that happen to be uh, anything to do with some kind of dead zone? Any anything like that? Do we know anything about that place? I've never been there. I don't know. Uh, if we could stop at my uh, my little workshop, I could try to cross-reference a few things and see if it's a uh, a dead zone. Well, I, I don't know about you folks, but it seems to me that there's not really any pressing timeline per se. We don't have any evidence to say we have a you know a schedule to be working off. Maybe it'd be best to get a little info on the place before we rush in. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. He, he takes out his wallet. Here's my credit card. Just if, if you need to use that to get in or to pay for rooms, just that's fine. Thank you. And I think Cash is going to snatch the credit card. <laughs> He's trusting you so much. <laughs> <laughs> what a fool. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll catch up with you soon. Hey, 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 hey. it's okay, it's okay. Hey, hey. and and Chalamet, nice. if we find out that you're hiding anything else, you can say goodbye to me ever being your book agent. He gives you the weirdest look. Not not the time for humor. Okay, well I'm I'm gonna go. Hey, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. What do you do? Uh, on my way out the door, I put my hand on his shoulder, looking like I want to say something, but then just kind of look down and walk away, not really knowing what to say. Yeah, I, I think he does give you like a look of like, are we still okay? But uh, yeah, doesn't say anything. <sighs> and you walk outside. I think that uh, Beck is one of like the last people out the door. And she shuts it, and then very quickly opens it back up and pokes her head in and says, Oh, hey, by the way, the spider is, like, around somewhere, so good luck with that. And then He looks around with great <laughs> <the> horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh...